The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, and we don't have time for this shit. I'm Jason. That's Kevin. What's up, buddy? All right. This is a great show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Give us five <laughs> stars on your podcasting service of, of choice. Uh, no, not much, dude. Not much. Just We're just off air talking about the, uh, the new variant, uh, which I guess is hopefully not a big deal when the listeners are listening to this. Uh, or maybe there's an even scarier variant. Oh, God, it never ends. It's so depressing, uh, man. Um, so, you know, that's great. I'm feeling a real good mood right now, and uh, I'm just waiting for all of this to be over. All right. Uh, episode. Not the, 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 the pandemic, not the podcast. Oh, gotcha, yeah. I know, yeah. I know what you're saying. Um, episode 155, Someone to Lose. Kev, what's up with this song? Someone to Lose is a song from the album Wilco Schmilco. It was the third single from Wilco Schmilco, of course. Is it a single? Uh, yeah, or, or, you know, not a physical single, but like a, a pre-release song, which is mostly what singles oh, are promotional, now. yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, like back in the day, like bands used to release singles after the album came out. Uh, and now it's like, um, I was watching like the War on Drugs, their album cycle, and like they had a song that came out like a few days before the album dropped, and they're like, this will be the final single from the album. I was just laughing because, like, back in the day, you'd get, um, you know, the, a band would release a single and the, with one song, and then a few months later, they'd release a follow-up single from that <laughs> album that if you had the album, you'd known the song for months, and then they'd shoot a music video for it. Now it's all about before the album comes out. But anyways, this is a song from uh, the third song. So the first one was Locator. That came out before the album was even announced. Then uh, If I Ever Was a Child, which is probably the the best choice first, uh, a lead single, sort of proper single uh, from the album, and then Someone to Lose. Man, when you just said, if ever if I ever was a child, I just realized that we're in the S's and that was the I's, and oh my God, how how long we've been doing this. It's, it's... I feel like, oh, I can't wait. Sometimes I'll see a song, like, I can't wait to do that. And then I'll realize, oh yeah, we did that song like a year ago. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't All even right. remember that. It was so long ago. ABCWilco.com. Go there. Support us. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry guys but Kevin and I are just we bummed ourselves out before this episode talking yeah. about yeah. Uh, and th- this song's not quite isn't going to get us back in a good mood either it's a great song I like this song a yeah, lot yeah it's really good it's got a cool vibe to it like a kind of a, it, it's a warbly song right it's yeah not, um, that's good that's a good word to, use, to describe it Kind of a, it's kind of a dance song. Yeah, it's it's a uh, kind of a, a there's a dissonance of the song, but it does have like the beat and the, yeah. the bass. John's bass line in the song is superb. Um, and I could, you, I know when I've heard it live, you see people kind of moving their heads back and back and forth uh, pretty vigorously. I've seen this one twice. You've seen it three times plus two with Jeff. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Two with Tweety. Uh, it must be just Jeff. Okay. Tweety. Oh, yeah. That part's so sweet. I mean... Yeah, Nell, when Nels comes in... And just his little broken guitar so that The bends that don't quite get there, but intentionally so. It's two it. guitars on left and right. There's one on the left, one on the right. 
I wonder if that's Cat or just Nell's double track. I don't know. John's bass of- should not be underestimated in this song either. It's it's that's yeah. a sweet bass line. Oh, and there's a something I want to talk about with that bass line after. Let me forget. Okay. That just voice there. That kind of on the upper echelon for, for um, how high his, his voice his has gotten in recording. The song kind of has a 90s vibe to it, too, for me. I was, like, thinking, like, a 60s dance. Yeah, I can see that, too. Yeah, the way the guitar just kind of... It always sort of surprises me when it comes in. Like, I know it's coming, but when it does appear, it, it uh, startles me. I wonder if uh, uh, if Michael's playing on the song, because I don't hear any keyboards. But um, No, there's no keyboards at all. Oh, that, that, the drums there, that was so, that was, I've never noticed that part before. That was so awesome. It kind of, for those of you at home who didn't hear that, the drums kind of drop out, and he like skips a beat and a half and then comes back in. Yeah. It kind of, again, adds that sort of like off-kilter feeling yeah. with this song. You got to know what you're doing to write something like that, because like, it, 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 you could do that very wrong if you didn't, if you didn't know what you were doing. Like it could make us make or break a song if you mess that up. Uh, so there, I have a I have a thought on John's bass playing on this album that uh, I threw out on the internet on the when this song got released, and I found my actual quote on it just so I could prove like did I actually say this? And I did, and it's on. Uh, it was on October 29th, twenty sixteen, on the Via Chicago Wilco message board. I compared. John's baseline in the song, and I'm sorry for not prepping you on this beforehand. If I was a better podcaster, I would have mentioned <laughs> it in advance. Uh, but maybe you know the song. It's a song by a 90s alt rock band called The Breeders. Do you know The Breeders? Do you oh, remember yeah, The Breeders? I know the Breeders. Uh, they had their main song was a song called Cannonball, mm-hmm. which has, and uh, the baseline, I'm not saying the baseline sounds exactly like Cannonball, but it's got a sort of Cannonball esque vibe. So I threw that out on the internet and said, hey, the song, you know, John, John's bass part kind of reminds me of, of the Breeders. Nobody, nobody responded to me. Because you're nobody. Not right. Think, think oh. of it this way. So the bass in this song is boom, 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 boom. But on, on that song you're talking about, if I'm remembering correctly, it's boom, 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 I'm not, boom. I didn't say it sounds exactly like it. I just meant that it gives me, it kind of serves a similar purpose in the song. It kind of has a similar vibe. It sounds sort of like it, but not a one-for-one recreation was my point, I Jason. Agree. I don't agree. Like, well, like you this know one what? makes me want to dance. The other one is just like, you can tell it's going to be a cool song. Like, it... um, I'm not alone on this, okay? Okay. I'm because... not, I'm saying I No, 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 hold on. Let me finish telling my story. Because, uh, so... Do you know this book in my hand, the Wilkopedia? It's a very helpful book Mm -hmm. if you're hosting a Wilco podcast, because occasionally there'll be things where I'm like, oh, didn't I read about this years ago in uh, the Wilco biography or something like that? Like, was that about this song or was it about another song? And then I pull out the Wilkopedia by Daniel Cook Johnson, and he's already done the research for me, so I don't have to go and and find uh, 
look through a book and and or scour the internet for an interview quote from something I read years ago. He's already done that for me, so it's very useful if you're hosting a Wilco podcast. Yeah. Um, Daniel Cook Johnson here says this, and I'm going to read it. Uh, With a bouncy baseline reminiscent of Josephine Wiggs' work on the Breeders 1993 hit Cannonball, the infectiously soothing someone to lose closes the first half of Schmilko. Now, I'm the only person that has ever said that on the internet, at least that I'm aware of. And of course, if he's he, if he's writing this book, he's going to be searching for Wilco stuff on and seeing what the fans thought when the song came out. I wonder if he if I planted that seed in his head, and now he's reconfirming it. Uh, he's helping me reconfirm it on this podcast. I wonder if it's gone full circle. Dan Cook Johnson, if you're listening to, if you're listening, thank you very much for this book. It's very helpful for this podcast. Write in and let me know if you stole that from a user. On the Via Chicago message board, it's called TCP. If you did, that's me. And I want a 50% royalty. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, we should try to get him on the show before we... <laughs> we should. Uh, yeah, he would be... Um, I don't know him at all, but I see him post occasionally in the Wilco um, Facebook group and stuff has Wilcopedia. I've uh, thought about that, but it's never when I'm like talking to you or near a computer or something that... Start that's always when I'm like mowing the lawn. I always have my best ideas when I'm mowing the lawn, and then, of course, when I stop mowing the lawn, I forget them all. Yeah, uh, it's like I, I have great ideas right before I'm about to fall asleep at night, and then I, I'm like, I should get up and write that. that I'm so comfortable that I don't want to get up, so yeah. I, I I'll remember. I, it's so good I'll remember. Then I wake up and I'll be like, what was that? I remember that I thought something, but yeah. I don't remember again, what, what was that again. Yeah, I know that happens to me all the time. Um, the, the, one, one last comment about this song. One last thing is, um, and I, w- I want to get your thoughts on this, Chase. Do you watch music videos nowadays in this day and age? Uh, okay. So I do sometimes, I guess, I guess, um, it's rare, but like what usually happens is I go in a rabbit hole of, I'll hear a band I like has a music video that comes out and then I'll watch that just to see what they like it's usually a band that I find does visual interesting visually stuff stuff visually and then uh that I'll think oh up next this song happens so I just let it play and then while I'm doing stuff and I'll end up sitting there watching five or six music videos but I, I it's not that often like tonight I did tonight actually um I was on TikTok and whoa yeah I like I like TikTok I think it's I think it's cool um it's so much funny stuff on there but I was on TikTok and they were making fun of this new genre of emo rap, and okay. they and I they said a guy's name, so I went and searched him, and then I guess there's this whole genre of emo rap out the, out now, and I was just watching for the comedy of it. it it's just so cheesy and awful, and um, you know who Machine Gun Kelly is? I know the name. I like he's an example you. of. That it, well, it, and even like Kanye West, like that 808s and Heartbreaks album was kind of like rap. That was also pretty emo back in the day. Um, no, I'm no, sure no. Dude, like... These are like pop punk bands, essentially, that uh, rap. Or they have a rap mm. vibe to their voice, you know? Mm, and it, okay. it, it, it's it's lame. I'm, truthfully, I'm... truthfully, Jason, I wish you hadn't told me that. I was happier before I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so the, the reason I brought up music videos is this song has a music video, and it's a really cool music video. It's like a, a, a claymation, like, stop-motion 
video with like a worm going through a cake and then like a, there's a whole kind of surreal like almost psychedelic um kind of short film on on the with this song it's a soundtrack it's really worth checking out but i and i will always watch a new wilco video because they do music videos so rarely um uh, especially these days uh, i think like really um th this song and everyone hides are really the only um songs in recent years that had like an official music video but what happens why i try to avoid watching music videos for bands i'm not as engaged with is when i find a music video that i really like and it really clicks with the song afterwards when i listen to the song in my head when i when i close my eyes and I listen to the song i just picture that music video i don't picture my own visuals anymore i'm just it just becomes associated with that um with that uh, the visuals from the music video just become associated with that song uh and then this this is just a really good example of that like when i listen to the song before i ever saw the music video i had my own visuals for it i can't remember what what they were but i had kind of the song had its own colors its own kind of general visual style that my thoughts would have when i was listening to it but now when i listen to the song i just kind of see a variation of the music video hmm interesting i'm gonna have to watch the video i, I, don't, I don't know if i've seen the video for that it's worth checking out unless you don't want your memory spoiled by the song but it's an old enough song for you i don't think it can rewrite whatever's in your head i you know i it was a new song when i first heard the music video so gotcha well everybody go to abcwolf.com all the stuff there get it instagram at kevin vinyl find his pictures uh instagram at Hess, at Hess is best that's where you can find all my stuff on the next episode we're doing sunny feeling until then every little thing is gonna tear you apart